1: Well folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Right. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. How is everybody doing? I know everybody's doing fine, fine, fine. What is the show going to be about today? Well, I had it on the screen, but something went haywire and I decided to go ahead and put it on. Another screen. How is everybody doing today? Happy New Year for those of you who are making it here for the very, very, very first time. Michael Rudnick, how are you doing today, my friend? Maywood, hello from Long Beach, California. We also have Bridge MCP says, Happy New Year's, peeps. We haven't seen you for a while. Bridge. we missed you. And then Maywood says, Apparently I was directed directly to YouTube today. I'm glad to hear you're directed somewhere as long as you're directed here with us. And Melanie says, Found you on time today. Melanie, thank you so kindly for being here. On time, you know we love to have you for the entire show. And of course, we've got, para ver, para ver, para ver, para ver, who else is here with us? Uh, i got Melanie Keelan, I'm scrolling down just to kind of get folks in, and then we'll go ahead. Eric Hayes, Happy New Year, sir. Welcome aboard. All right, let's get started. Michael Rodden says, January 6th, Committee News, latest, Trump cancels anniversary speech, as Sean Hannity text revealed, a year is about to go by marking the date when our republic almost fell. Yet. Those who planned and incited the failed coup have yet t- to go unpunished. The gears of justice grind slowly. It's not the gears of justice; they're just slow. I don't know what's going on here, but we have a. We, we, I have a piece that I want to show you guys later on. It's going to blow your mind with Peter Navarro. T Peter Navarro apparently doesn't care. Yeah, we were about to overthrow the government undemocratically, but who cares? We had. We found a. Way in the Constitution to do it. Not true, but that's what he said. Michael Rodden says McConnell openly admits his very real fear is American democracy actually working. The Senate. That was an article today at Common Dreams. I saw that. The Senate minority leader accused Democrats of genuine radicalism as they attempt to reform the filibuster to pass voting rights legislation. Republicans lack even a single issue with supermajority polling support. If all our citizens are allowed to vote, Republicans lose. Yes, it's that simple. And yes, Republicans will drag us to hell to prevent such an outcome. We currently face a crisis of democracy in this country as one of three great challenges to overcome. Of course, the other two big ones being pandemic and global warming. That is so true, my brother. Uh, Michael also says the world is half prepared for a different energy future. As the world ramps down its investment in fossil fuel supply, it isn't investing enough in zero carbon energy. According to the IEA, annual investment in clean energy supply must triple for humanity to reach net zero by 2050. The world is preparing for a net zero world on the fossil fuel side, but not on the clean energy side. If nothing changes, we can expect energy costs to go up. In the medium term, companies and consumers are going to want more oil and gas than the market can reasonably provide, and the price of both will increase as global warming continues accelerating. The world is currently pushing $6 trillion into fossil fuel subsidies, even as time runs out, and, uh, out to act. Our civilization isn't taking this existential seriously. This is a failure of capitalism. Again, if, you, if the tenets of capitalism, there's no reason for these people to invest in clean energy because... If the time, if if you are looking at small time frames, who cares, right? Maximize your wealth. After you destroy things, your wealth will allow you to live in the places the the, in the corners of the earth where things are not so bad. You know, Um, the Cancer man, the Cancer. All right. Let's go ahead now. I, for those of you who was were here on the previous sync, we have everything set up now. I think everything is working fine now. Report, all my YouTube people, report please. All my Facebook people, report please. We have to go on another stream. All right, let's get busy. Um, yesterday there was an interview by. There was an interview given by Peter Navarro, and Peter Navarro, I don't know what he was thinking when he did the interview. I don't know if he thought that um, somehow saying, look, I am guilty, I am guilty, will would somehow make him not seem as guilty. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to play that piece for you. Folks, if you are on YouTube, please give us that thumbs up now. Please give us that thumbs up. If you're on Facebook Live, please go ahead and give us that thumbs up on Facebook, that like on Facebook Live so that we can... Everybody can know that you like our program. It's very, very, very important. Okay, what I'm going to start with is I'm going to start with um, Joe Manchin yesterday. I'm going to start with Joe Manchin and then we'll move on to the, other, the, the main topic of the show today just so that those people who got left by on the last video can come on in and get with the program. So let's go ahead and do that and then we'll take it on the other side. Claire McCaskill, she is not a bastion of liberalism, or progressiveness, or even, you know, whatever. But she has, a, uh, she has a question that I think Joe Manchin needs to answer. I mean, he's still talking through all sides of his mouth about whether he's going to at least modify the filibuster to ensure that everybody has the right to vote. I want you to listen to this, and then we'll take it on the other side.
2: Claire McCaskill, who was known as a moderate, uh, sort of summed up uh, the majority leader's sentiments earlier. Let's listen to how she put it.
3: How can it be fair that Republican legislatures all over the country are trying to suppress voters with a simple majority, but yet the Congress is not allowed to address those suppression efforts with the same simple majority? Well, that's a pretty easy argument to make and, frankly, for everyone to understand. So hopefully by putting pressure on uh, Joe and Kirsten, they do the right thing and we can get a carve out for the filibuster.
2: Right, if only I can apply, I could explain the supply chain as well as she just explained uh, what we're facing here with the filibuster. But how likely is that simple, straightforward argument uh, that she is making to succeed?
3: Well, the filibuster is a rule. It's not a law. The Senate has the ability to change it. They demonstrated that just a month or so ago when they changed the rule in the Senate uh, to allow for a vote on the debt limit. So it can be changed. And I think it is imperative for Democrats to do it because um, it's a moral imperative, first of all, to ensure voting rights uh, for all Americans. But it's also a political imperative. Um, Not only will uh, senators and representatives face an election in which Republicans across state legislatures have gone aggressively, changed the rules for voting, changed the systems and the structures for voting to suppress the vote. And uh, they've done it so that Republicans can win and Democrats can lose. And so Democrats need to make sure that there is guaranteed fairness in the system. I think it's possible for them to do that. It is a rule. It is not a law. It is easy for the Senate to change.
1: We spend a lot of time. It is absolutely easy for the Senate to change, and they should change it. The fact that we are having problems trying to get these people to do the right thing it, it, it baffles the mind. Changing, if, if we're talking voting rights, it should not. It never used to be a fifty-fifty proposition or fifty-one-fifty proposition. Everybody wants supported voting rights. But now we are in a position, as the article in the New York Times yesterday that I discussed spoke about, there is a systematic coup that is occurring. And right now, as it is, cinema and Joe Manchin are aiding and abetting the coup being effected by the Republican Party on the American system because they do not have the policies that garner not even 60% of the American people's vote. So, Joe Manchin, are you listening? You know, I want to read, uh, you know, when I, when I make that statement that uh, the Republicans can't win on policies, I, I, I want to, I think it's, it's Michael Rudin who play, placed, um, made a statement. I want to read his statement because it's important. It said, Republicans lack even a single issue with super-majority polling support. If all our citizens are allowed to vote, Republicans lose. And that is a fact. If you take a look at the policies that Republicans support, it is not majority policy. They rule by thievery. They rule by technicalities. They rule by packing districts. They rule that's how they do And, and you know what? What we're speaking here is not even up for debate when we make those sort start of statements. It is not up for debate. The numbers are there to prove what we've just said. What, what uh, Michael put in that message, I think that was his own explanation, if you will, that is not up for debate at all because that's just how the numbers come out. They win not by majority vote. I mean, look, the last president to win From the Republican Party, the popular vote was Bush right after, uh, you know, because we were in a war. But no, they lose the popular vote every single time. It's that simple. And the reason why is they do not have policies that support the American people in the aggregate. Eric Hayes says, another bungle by the Biden administration, how could you have enough tests Oh yes, do what Joe said. Joe, look, um, I am not going to talk about uh, Joe. Should not have had more tests, etc. The truth of the matter is, we should have Medicare for all. We're testing. Wouldn't let, let's let's talk about tests before I get into the other subject. Why we don't have tests when Joe Biden when when you had um, uh, what's her name the, the the press secretary go out there, and the press secretary said. Uh, What do you want us to do? Give everybody a test or several tests? How much would that cost? That was the wrong answer she gave, Saki. Jen Saki gave the wrong answer. The answer should be, in a for-profit healthcare system, it matters that we can't send people these, these test kits, etc. because it's run under the private sector. However, if we were to have national healthcare like other countries, these tests could be two bucks a piece, and the government could take care of paying for it with not a problem. Two dollars a piece every for three hundred million for three hundred million dollars, you get a drug test. Every living American person. So uh, the, ans- the the Biden, because he has to live, and 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 by the way, I'm not I'm not defending him here, okay? Because he's a part of the plutocracy himself. If he weren't a part of the plutocracy, he would be out there really saying, look, I am old. I may or may not run for a second term. Let me give it all that it's got. Let me protect the people of the United States. Let me go ahead and raise hell about how this economic system destroys people. And I mean, he could go, Biden could do that. He could say, I, am not, I don't care about 2024 because I'm not running or whatever. I want to just go and tell the truth. I wish he would. I wish he would. So Hayes, you're not, uh, it's not a, this, this issue with the medical stuff is not a Biden thing. It's a, we don't have healthcare for all. All right, Carl Cox says, conservatives and their masters bought on the depression. They want to bring on another. They also brought on the Great Recession, which was also a depression in 2008. Brief says, check the FB, so YouTube and FB is way off audio like a minute. I think I, that has been all taken care of. Sarcasm, capitalism, using the atmosphere as an open sewer. Who cares, it seems, if someone else's problem, so long as we profit. That's what it says. Natural gas is now green, clean energy. It's not, but uh, we'll go there another time. Masticator says the climate alarmists will be laughed at by future historians as an example of how gullible leftists are. Wow. Okay. (laughs) If you want to believe that, sir. Uh, let's continue going through our, our, our news. Um, uh, Bridge MCC, whoa, chat replaced, disabled for this premiere refresh. Audio video good on the tube. I think you should be able to see it now. Go ahead, and uh, I think everything's working. Yvette Avery, welcome aboard. Uh, let's see what else we've got here. Uh, every, everything looks to be working fine. Michael Rudner says, Eric Hayes, you might want to read this. Fear and anxiety drive conservatives. Political attitudes, brain differences explain conservatives' fear driven political stances. Carl talks says, climate change deniers and Trump loyalists are not patriotic. No, they're not. Garland Almanazza said, Watergate, so unlike him, forward guy peed his pants, I bet. <laughs> Joe Manchin, who is holding up crucial climate change initiatives in Biden's reconciliation bill, collects, collects 500 a year from coal, actually it's 491 million or 419, I don't remember which one it is, but uh, you got the number pretty damn close. Maywood says, are we back? Yeah, May, you're watching us, we're back. Is it right for us all to have health care? It is a right. Yes, it should be a right if we are a society, if we are humane, if we are moral. It should be a right that every walking person on this land should have health care. That if they get sick, they know they don't have, if they're poor, they know they have health care, if they're rich, they know they have health care. Yes, it should be a right. Michael Renan says, I wonder why Joe Manchin isn't, let me back up from that. I love when Republicans want to corner somebody, right? They like to say, well, do you support uh, that health care as a right? And then they want you to say yes, and then they, they want to say who's going to pay for it? I don't think that should be an answer that are a question that we tolerate. We, sh- we should say, how can it be possible that we cannot afford it? Are you suggesting we just let them die? That is where we should not answer the questions of the immoral. We should, we should put the immoral on their backs, okay? And and this is what uh, this is what drives uh, drives our poll numbers down. We are always defending good morals. It is time for us to attack. Bad morals. I'm not talking about attacking the person. I'm talking about attacking their morality. When somebody says we can't afford healthcare, how can a civilized country that has billionaires not afford healthcare? How evil is that? We have to turn the. We have to turn the. You know, we let the evils of capitalism seem moral, and then defend us wanting to perfect a better society as something that needs defending. We don't need to defend that healthcare is a right. We don't need to defend that every single child should have healthcare and food. We should not have to be on the defensive for those. When they talk about costs, say, find the bills. We just, during this pandemic, more billionaires were created than during the last. We need to stop being on the defensive. Offense, offense. Their stances are immoral. Their st- Again, I repeat, their stances are verifiably immoral. And every time they try to put us on the defensive for wanting what's good for humanity, we should go back and throw it right back at them. Never answer the, pro- the, pro- the, the question in a defensive manner. Offense. You are saying you want to kill people. It's like how I deal with the Texas legislature. Our Texas legislature are mur- is a, a murdering legislature. Our Republican p- politicians in Texas are murderers. I'm not arguing about it. If you, if your policies inflict death on others, you are a murderer, and that is where we have to. That is where we have to be now going forward. Uh, my comment, my words. Republicans lack even a single issue. Yes, that that's your comment and words, sir. Lee Grant says, Will there be special 1-6 insurrection anniversary edition of PDR tomorrow? No, it's no special thing. I don't want to give give these guys more than they're worth. They're, they're traitors. That's about it. The people who participated on January 6th are traitors to the United States, and they should be treated as such. Those who in, if, in, inflicted physical damage must be thrown into jail, And those who were their participants must be excoriated as what treasonous Americans that need to atone. Carl Cox. Conservatives, no matter their party, are anti-democratic, unpatriotic. Conservatives have no policy. They only uh, want the money they make, And, and look, that's the act. Peggy Lopez says, Hi all. Saw this quote and thought of all of you. Peace cannot be kept by force. It can only be achieved by understanding. Albert Einstein. E is equal to MC squared. Love the guy. Tom C says, Eric Hayes clicked on your link and got page not found. (laughs) Eric seems to do that a lot. Uh, Let's see. No call it what it is. Egberto. Biden complained about the previous administration. I have always called it what it is, sir. Some patience required. Biden promised 500 million tests, but Americans will have to wait. Contracts to purchase tests could be signed as soon as next week. But relief could be weeks away for people trying to buy the hard-to-find tests, And by then the the, the it probably will burn out. Uh, Omicron will probably burn out. Rose Williams says this is a problem with just in time management of necessary inventory. Exactly. If you if you saw a video that I did about why our healthcare system is a failure, that's what the the, the journalist said. We need to have we look, we have nuclear bombs that we're likely never going to use in storage in Hundreds of billions of dollars in storage, just in case. How comes we don't treat our healthcare humanity that way? Have everything that we would need for a pandemic in storage, even if later on we have to throw it away. Why? Because we've made we've made healthcare a capitalist function, and as such, it is an immoral. It's out. Its implementation is all the time gonna be. Immoral. Lee says, I vote for special (laughs) 1-6th anniversary edition of TDR tomorrow. You vote for that? Okay, get some more votes and we'll do that. All right, uh, ABQ says, tomorrow will mark the one-year mark where our nation nearly fell. Those who planned and incited and failed the coup, yet to be persecuted. True. Eric Hayes says, fear is the current administration mantra as there are no other promising decisions helping others. Really? Really? Have you read Build Back Better? I suggest you do. Before you make statements like that, my brother Eric Hayes, read. It doesn't hurt. It also helps. I love to read. Not only my stuff, your stuff, other people's stuff. We learn. All right, we also have, Eric says, Politics right with Egberto Willis. Is it a right for the unvaccinated to have health care? Yes, it is a right for the unvaccinated to have health care as well. Absolutely so. But in a system where we don't have Medicare for all, the unvaccinated should be at the, end, at, at the end of the line if there are people who need their CAT scans and, and other things. Because, again, you should know. Uh, Bridge MCP says, I feel embarrassed asking this and did not research. Is burning wood adding to our problem? Let me, let me explain that about burning wood. Uh, some people would disagree with me, right? But here's the deal. Let's say you live on several acres of land. And let's say you started planting trees like up the Gazoo. If you are burning as many trees in, in biomass, and if, if, if the amount of trees that you are burning is equivalent to the amount of other biomass that's going to create to replace that exactly, that I call green energy. I mean, fire and burning stuff, that's what we do, right? We cook, we do all those kinds of things. So some people get strict. Turning, ter, turning these things into fuel is not green energy. Uh, look. I'm not going to get into semantic breach. If you are living in the woods and you have a stove, a wood burning stove, and you are living an, a life where you are keeping plants grown and so forth, of course it is green because it's a cycle, it's a carbon cycle. There is a carbon cycle. The difference with fossil fuels is that carbon cycle is not in sync. What happens is all those plants and animals from, from millions of years are down in the ground and they fossilize and then they turn into hydrocarbons. We are burning those, that carbon at a faster rate than it is being replaced. Because by the way, new oil is formed all the time. We are forming new oil all of the times. Animals are dying. People are dying. Their biocarbons are going back into the ground. It is settling back into pool. All of that is still happening. We are just taking it out faster than it's being placed in. Okay? And, um, you know, th- there are some purists that, you know, I don't know what they would do. But they don't realize that, you know, you have to burn. Anyway, uh, politics on right with Egberto Willis. is right. Okay, let's continue with uh, Michael says Eric Hayes doesn't want to read anything from highly factual sources that challenges his narrative. That is generally a, a right wing position that I usually am. I'm generally successful in breaking. Eric Hayes. I have to meet with Eric generally in person to get Eric to say, "Ah, I see that," because it's like having to go over. Come on, Eric, admit that's what has. That's what happened at the last time we had some coffee. All right. Uh, let's see. Bridge MTP says no. I answered that already. Uh Carl Cox says burning wood does add to the problem only if it's not being replaced. Um, not being replaced, Carl. I mean, we, we, we have to burn something, right? And it's not only solar energy, not only wind energy, because even, well, we'll talk about that another time. Um, Bridge MCP says, never mind, Rose, gotcha. All right, Egberto, tomorrow I'd rather talk about those who planned and incited the failed coup rather than those on the bottom. If all the participants are in we can do that. Give me some info. Maywood says it's not helping, but there are ways to mitigate. Yeah. Well, I mean, let, let me ask those of you who don't want to burn wood, how would you cook? Solar energy is one form if, if the sun is, is doing uh, Hydroelectric power is another. Storing in batteries is another. But it is really the energy density uh, in all, if based on what humanity needs would likely not be realized without fast burning and fast planting. That's my thing. Egberto Omnicron will burn out? I don't know about that. Um, I don't know either. I don't know if much of us know whether it will burn out or not. I think it's going to burn out. I mean, it seemed to have burnt out in, where was it? Uh, South Africa? I think the, the, the curve is down. I mean, it went up steeply and then dropped steeply. Look it up. I think that is the case. Uh, thanks E2247 Mary Harris, welcome aboard spot on Egberto, Republicans don't care about human beings, only money Uh, Eric Hayes says, politics and right with Egberto Willis, I do read well I appreciate you sir, Eric I really appreciate, and you know I I give you the respect sir Bree says, you are chatting, sharing, oh it's that time learning isn't free, support the show, become a PDR positive thank you Bree, love you for reminding me to do what I'm supposed to do don't know what I would do without my posse. Anyway, let's go ahead and get some donation links in here. Folks, please, if you are listening to Politics Done Right right now, please go ahead and click that, uh, first of all, the thumbs up to make sure that uh, we get some traction in the algorithms. But secondly, I'd like to ask you to click that Join button on YouTube. We are falling way behind on YouTube and on Patreon and on PayPal. So please go ahead and either click that Join button if you don't see that Join button, Go ahead and click on politicsandright.com slash YouTube to become a part of our PDR Posse on YouTube. Alternatively, you can go to politicsandright.com slash Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N for our podcast listeners, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, politicsandright.com slash Patreon. And of course, we love PayPal. Not the owner, but we love PayPal politicsandrightcom slash paypal you can either give a one time contribution or you can make it a monthly stipend to keep this program going as a subscription so we love that you guys currently support us we need about five let's see what it is. we need about six times the support five or six times the support that we're getting right now um, there are a lot of things that, that we could do as well to further what we're doing so please consider becoming a member please also get my books I promise you they are good reads, politicsandright.com books, politicsandright.com books, and likewise you have politicsandright.com slash store to get our products um, like t-shirts and all those other things, hoodies, it's cold, that sort of thing. All right, um, Don Hedgen says, Egberto, it won't burn out. It will be replaced with the next variant like the others. Okay. Uh, let me tell you something, Don. Uh, I give it to you. I'm not a virologist or anything like that, so you just may be right. Uh, I am just saying I, you know, I, I would love for it to burn out. I would hope for it to burn out. If it doesn't, you know, we're in trouble. We're in trouble. Anyhow, continuing. Uh, yes, burning wood is a contributing factor exacerbating global warming, but it's not one of the principal causes of global warming. Coal fracking beef is. Yeah, uh, Egberto, if we can plant a trillion trees, the equivalent of grasses, and not burn any of them, that could halt global warming acceleration. Yeah, we'll put all the carbon back into the stalks, right? Rose says, burning trees is horrible for the environment and local air quality. I don't know anyone who can grow trees as fast as they can burn it. We are we are OT purists. <laughs> oh, uh, what is OT again? We are OT purists. Yeah, let me... Rose, let me ask you: Do you burn uh, on your on your ranch or whatever? Do you ever burn a little bit of um, wood in your fireplace or not? I'm curious. I want to know. And let me tell you what I want to know. Um, we, well, answer, answer me that one, and then I, I'll tell you what I'm talking about. All right. Eric case is Gilberto, to what if a the person in the woods uses gas to blow and start his fires? And is that still okay, green energy wise, or does it break your rules? First of all, I don't have any rules. It's not my rules. It's a matter of the carbon cycle. If the carbon, whatever puts the carbon cycle out of sync, builds up carbon in the atmosphere. Right. In other words, uh, it, when we talk about carbon if, if we're if we are burning carbon. If we're throwing carbon into the air and at the same time as Ruddin just pointed out, we plant enough trees and other mechanisms to pull it out, we are in carbon equilibrium and if we are in carbon equilibrium well, we don't want to be in carbon equilibrium as we are now, or rather we, we wouldn't want to keep carbon equilibrium as we are right now because at this point there's still enough carbon in the air to create bad, bad climactic events. But If we can reduce the amount of carbon we're spitting in the air, in fact, if we can be a net negative on carbon where we start mitigating the carbon that's already there, then no matter what we're doing, if we're doing that, that would be just fine. But the problem is that's not what we get. We have Elon Musk that he has an electric car, so he gets credits from other companies that have dirty fuels. He sells his credit to them and he makes money there. But of course, he doesn't say uh, that the steel that makes his car and all these other things that makes his car also are polluting, right? So I am saying it's good. Make the cars and all of that, but don't expect a credit or sell it credit or monetize your credit for making something that ultimately during its function, it is, it is, it is net zero, but during its manufacture, it isn't. Okay. To date, only 40% of Americans are vaccinated. That would, ha- would have happened if all Americans felt this way during the polio epidemic. Can one imagine? Well, you know, the polio thing is that, you know, uh, people would stop walking, right? All right, Egberto, how to cook without burning? Never heard of an electric stove. Yes, I have heard of an electric stove. And I've heard of, yeah, That that's not a problem. That's not what I meant, though, Rudnan. What I meant is, if you're in the woods, if you're camping, if you're doing all these things, I mean, um, I know you don't mind a camp out with burning firewood. I know you don't mind that. And I know, I, I asked Rose the question, I know Rose doesn't mind having, a, uh, having a, some, some eggnog at her fireplace burning some wood in moderation. Right? Am I wrong? Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't, I, 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 I think there, there is a point there's a point. I can't breathe with all the wood burning. I hear you, Vlieg. Now you may be in the mountains, and you know what can I say? I'm in, I'm in Kingwood. We don't get, we <laughs> don't smell any of that. Egberto, you're right. I stand corrected. Okay, let's continue. Uh, let's continue here. What Eric says: redistricting by local Democratic leaders have a lawsuit filed, and now we wait. I am just hoping that the same nasty redistricting that Republicans did in Texas that the favor will be returned wherever Democrats and progressives reside. That's the only way to keep a fair fight. And if that's the case, Democrats win, right? Because there are more Democrats than there are Republicans. Sorry. Rose, no, never, and that was not supposed to be OT, I mean that's supposed to be not and not OT. All right, well, you know what, Rose, well, we're going to put you on air and you're going to come and defend, or rather, you're going to come and say, "Better this is why you should not ever burn any wood in your stove. And I'm serious about that, Rose. Let's talk. Um, because I think, I think we have to reach a certain point, you know, but we'll, we can talk about that another time on another subject. Bree says, why can't they feed the cows correctly so they do not produce so much methane? And there is somebody in Australia right now that has created a feed and it doesn't take a lot, it's, it's using algae and it has reduced the methane emitted by cows by more than 90%. I just saw that somewhere, I don't remember where it was, maybe 60 minutes or one of these programs. Egberto, I was joking about the electric stove and don't mind small scale burning, it's the systemic pollution that's driving global warming. That is the important statement I wanted to hear, exactly. Uh, Rose, if you burn wood and other fuel using pyroly- pyrolysis, it sequesters the carbon in biochar instead of releasing it into the environment. I am a engineer. You just kind of got me though there. Um, you just got me there, Rose. I'm gonna. You, you see, you're gonna send me to go so, do some research now, Rose. I got me some smart damn people following uh, following this program. Thank you for thank you for giving me some homework. Nanette Bird Smith says. I I believe that number depends on where you are. Breeze says, Rose Williams, don't make me look up big words. That's what she's doing to me too, MCP. (laughs) And I'm an engineer. And I'm like, I know pyro has something to do with fire. Losis, okay? I got to figure it out. I don't know what, what she's talking about. Why are you doing this to me, Rose? Okay, if you want to talk an expert on the issue of burning wood, talk to Nathaniel Mulcahy. He is both an engineer and a representative of Massachusetts. Okay. Peggy says, I, my, in my Mississippi spent, misspent youth, I traveled by freight with a small gas powered ga, uh, camp stove. Ten when I would stop for a few days, I would burn wood for cooking and here. If I'm capable, I, I, would, I would do this today. Okay. Algae is, feed is a great idea, but it's impossible to bring it to scale. Supplementing cattle feed with seaweed could result in significant reduction in methane belched by livestock, according to researchers, but they caution that the practice is not realistic strategy eh, to battle climate change. Oh, you've, you found that pretty quickly. Okay, we're talking about January 6th um, in the beginning of the show, and I said uh, Navarro did something that I found astounding, and I'm running out of time, so I want to go ahead and play it now. And then we'll get back to that on the other side, my brothers and sisters. Trump economic advisor Peter Navarro probably thought that he was going on Ari Melbourne. You know, Ari Melbourne comes across as kind of soft and he's mellow, etc. But to do this pretty smooth. at Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best. It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line. It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. He's hip and he's smart. And I think Peter Navarro probably learned that lesson because I tell you what, for all practical purposes, for those who have any modicum of Understanding what's going on, I think uh, he he made mincemeat out of Peter Navarro. I took some clips out of a very extensive interview that he gave him with regards to the insurrectionists, uh, insurrection, with regards to the coup that they attempted to effect on the American citizenry, the coup that they attempted, these traitors. And I think he let him have it. Check this out, and then we'll take it on the other side.
2: The question is... Sure. What was the plan itself and who was in on
0: it? The the plan was simply this. We had uh, over 100 congressmen and senators on Capitol Hill ready to implement the sweep. The sweep was simply that. We were going to challenge the the results of the election in the six battleground states. We believe that if the votes were sent back to those battleground states, and looked at again that there would be enough concern amongst the legislatures that most or all of those states would decertify the election, that would throw the election to the House of Representatives. And at 1 p.m., Ted Cruz, Senator Ted Cruz, and Gosar, a a representative, started the Green Bay sweep beautifully, challenging the results of Arizona.
2: You just described this plan, As a way to take an election where the outcome was established by independent secretaries of state, by the voters of those states, and legal remedies have been exhausted with the Supreme Court never even taking, let alone siding with, any of the claims that you just referred to. So legally, they went nowhere. You will use the incumbent losing party's power, that was the Republican Party that was losing power, to overtake and reverse that outcome do you realize you are describing a coup no i
0: I totally reject many of your premises there first of all the election was still in doubt and would be until it was certified second the idea that that secretaries of state particularly in michigan and 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 pennsylvania were like innocent parties they were put in power by george soros For the express purpose of shifting the playing field to the Democrats, we were following the Constitution and rules of the Senate to simply get a recount of what the votes were.
2: Um, But when you describe a system where after all of the legal remedies are exhausted, the people who lost just make noise and then say that they won and seize power. Don't you understand that if that actually were the system, it would be dumb and dangerous. If the people who lost could just get up there and say, well, we want to do our own count, not the state law recount, not what the Supreme Court provides for, it, but just people in the Trump administration decide, well, we disagree. Don't you understand why people see your, whatever you want to call it, you don't want to call it a coup, your thing where when you lose, you stay in power, they see that as really dangerous?
0: Your presumption is the remedies were exhausted. My presumption is the remedies weren't exhausted at all. Wow.
2: Let's read from your book with regard to your contention about the vice president. You say, quote, Pence refused to take my repeated phone calls about election irregularities despite a direct request from President Trump to do so. What was your vision that that you would get Pence to do that which Trump couldn't get him to do? No, my only reason to
0: talk to Vice President Mike Pence was to explain to him, as I documented in my three-volume report, that in all likelihood there was significant election fraud and irregularities across the six battleground states.
2: This may be relevant, sir, in future elections, which is— Don't you think somebody would have thought of this if the incumbent administration, through the president or the vice president, could just cancel the election outcome because he goes down to the Senate? Well, then a lot of people would try to stay in power. We have an entire system designed to thwart people like you, to stop people like you who think that you can anoint yourself the reviewers of the voters, of the American people, of what they lawfully did, that you trumped the Supreme Court, no pun intended. People like you are what the Constitution are designed to stop, and it worked, and it did stop you. Well, Peter, um, again, we don't. I can't fact-check yeah. everything uh, in real time and also do the interview, um, but but some of what you said is false.
1: Some of what you said is false. A lot of what you said is false. Let's get this straight here. It is important to understand that know that Republicans have not won the popular vote since the 90s, as I recall. If I recall correctly, I, I, I think I'm, well, actually, they've won it once since the, the popular vote, once since the 90s. And I think that was a second coming of uh, President Bush numero dos. Uh, but they don't win elections because their policies suck. It's the undemocratic nature of the United States of America that has given the Republicans half of the time governing governing capabilities. But worse, we have allowed a party who has never or who rarely garners the popular vote, the ability to set the Supreme Court for decades to come. We have garnered them the ability to set policy that hurts most of the people against their own will. And here... They are doing the same thing. The one question at which Ari would have said, yes, he talked about them losing the election, but Donald Trump didn't only lose the election in, this, uh, in, 2020, in 2020. He lost the election by a landslide, uh, seven million votes, more so than Hillary Clinton and this, The nature of the undemocracy of this country shows that in as much as he won the election by more than twice the amount that Hillary Clinton won her election against Donald Trump by, 43,000 votes in in the right states would have still given Trump a win in as much as there was over 7 million vote advantage for Mr. Biden, for President Biden. If that is not a, I mean, how can we go around the world and talk about democracy? How can we ever talk about one person, one vote? How can we ever talk about this when, when we, we have what occurred with Donald Trump and the goal that these people have in as much as they're losing by millions of votes to fight about we won, we won. The people don't want you. The people didn't elect you. You are putting yourself or trying to get into power, wrong or strong, you are fascist. And that is all there is to it. Americans need to wake up. We need to make a huge vote. We need to make sure that we have our, the, the court set appropriately. We need to destroy the Electoral College. And we need to simply change the rules of the Senate. And I'm not talking about canon the fin- filibuster. I mean a constitutional amendment. That a state that has 750,000 people cannot be the same, uh, have the same amount of power in a Senate as a California that has more than, that has orders of magnitude more in people than that state. This is not a democracy. Let's not go around the world telling people that when these are the things that can happen in the United States of America. No, it's not a democracy. Okay, we're at 57. We're almost done. Let me get your quick questions real quickly here. Did Georgia find a missing tabulator memory? Oh, you're really buying into conspiracy theorists. Thank you, Tom, for for giving us some of your bright insight. Pyrolysis is a process of chemically decomposing organic material at elevated temperatures in the absence of oxygen. Pyrolysis comes from the Greek word pyro, fire, and lysis, separating. Love it. Lee Grant says, I hope... My progressive friends have a happy 16th anniversary holiday. It's better than to focus on the coup than on Biden's record. No, I would like to focus on Biden's record. I would love to. Democrats have nothing to be ashamed of for what they have already accomplished. Do you remember what I said earlier? We need to stop being on the defensive. We took over uh, we dropped poverty by over 50% with the with the uh, not the infrastructure bill, but the rescue plan. We brought this economy back faster this time after it was tanked by Donald Trump, faster than when it was tanked by, by, by Bush, the, the, by the second Bush. We, we actually have a supply chain that was screwed up by the private sector, fixed by the government. We, we can go on and on with all the great things that's been done. What are, what's stopping us right now? Is We have a couple of Democrats, maybe a few more that's hiding as well, that because they are owned by the plutocracy, won't continue to do the good things to continue the recovery. But no, the economy is firing on all cylinders. The economy is growing by 7% last quarter, it's growing by 4% this year. Even with the pandemic, because we infused the money with democratic policy, that is you flush the system, Keynesian economics. We did it. I don't want any Democrat listening to my good friend, I, uh, Lee Grant, who says, I hope my progressive friends are happy with six because they have to focus on the coup and not Biden's record. I am very happy to focus on Biden's record right now for everything. I am, and let me tell you why. I don't agree that that with their, the way they handle the, the, the not the vaccine, the way they handle the testing, because again they fell into the. Uh, what I would love for Biden to do is to say, because the private sector has proven that it is a hindrance to uh, to pandemics, we are going to nationalize nationalize the healthcare sector and nationalize the drug sector since we are already creating the drugs ourselves. We are the ones who design the drugs and then we'll we'll you get nonprofit companies to go ahead and market these drugs or rather marketalize these drugs. What that means is do the necessary steps to get it to market. Right? So I I would but you know Biden's not gonna do that. But I think that's the next step. You want to complain about Biden? That is what he should do. He should nationalize the whole damn thing. Everything that Americans really need as a must, nationalize that sucker. I bet people would st- I bet the plutocracy will start singing a different tune. "Oh, Biden, Biden is such a nice guy because you've done so well. No, uh, uh, Progressives and Democrats do not run away from our record. Our record is damn good. Our record is damn good, and lift your heads up high and tell people what we have done. Tell people what we have done. Nanette Birdsmith smith says, Ashley Strong, thank you so kindly, Nanette Birdsmith. smith Paul Fleming says, please tell us, higher Trump, made America. Green. <laughs> you know, I love you, I love you, I love you, um, uh, <laughs> I love you, brother Fleming. Eric Hayes says, politics on right with Egberto Willis. The economy is ruined with inflation and watered down uh, any gains. That's a joke. It is a joke. There are more people employed now than ever. Come on. I mean, well, not that. Well, look it up. Our economy is doing much better than anyone could have surmised or imagined. Rose says our love to Ashley. Thank you, Rose, for sending out that little message to my baby. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Politics and right. Look, guys, uh, if you want to, to believe the right wing spin on the economy, do so. But note that most of the people you know are working and they're doing just fine. I gotta get out of here. Please get or catch all at politicsunright.com slash support. PoliticsDoneRight.com running is abandoning us Late this time uh, PoliticsDoneRight.com uh, Slash support Has all the ways In which you can support the program If I can get it on the screen And maybe I'll just get it On the screen Right There it goes Bingo Alright My name is Egberto Willis This is Politics and Right, And you guys know How I end this baby How is that again? I am What? Out!